Well, hey, hey, hey! Happy New Year's Eve, everyone! Holy cow, Christmas Eve was the last time I did a podcast. What is my problem? Alright, I don't have a problem. I am blessed, so... I haven't been podcasting, but I've been spending time with our daughter, who's home from college, and taking advantage of every free moment I can. Obviously, I can't speak clearly, but I can, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're listening to uh, One Sister's Journey, keeping it real and you know, the reality is that it's unscripted and you just never know what you'll get. So on this New Year's Eve, I thought, oh, we talk about goal setting. No, I'm not. <laughs> what do you think about that? Actually, I want to talk to you. I'm, I got a book for Christmas. Well, I actually got a few books for Christmas, but One of the books I got for Christmas is called Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McCowan. And I'm halfway through the book. It's very good. And I wanted to share a quote, maybe two, from the book today as a different way to end our 2019 and go into our 2020. So with that in mind... Give me a minute and I'm going to share a quote with you and then we're going to kind of talk about it and see what you're thinking. So happy end of 2019 and happy new year to you as we move ahead. And thank you to, for listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. And I will catch you again real soon. Have a great and safe day. Bye. Okay, so again, the name of the book is Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McGowan. And it's a really, I'm enjoying the book. And this is in the intro, a quote from the book, quote, the way of the essentialist isn't about setting New Year's resolutions to say no more or about pruning your inbox or about mastering some new strategy in time management. It's about pausing constantly to ask, am I investing in the right activities? There are far more activities and opportunities in the world than we have time and resources to invest in. The way of the essentialist involves learning to tell the difference, learning to filter through all the options and selecting only those that are truly essential. Essentialism is not about getting how to get more things done. It's about how to get the right things done. It's about making the wisest possible investment of your time and energy in order to operate at your highest point of contribution by doing any, by doing only what is essential end quote. And I don't know. If you're like me, you're like, okay, no wonder you're halfway through the book. And it's so good because the whole book is just talking about how everything in our lives today is busy, 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 doing, 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 going, going, going. Do you agree? Do you feel like 
If you have a free moment, then that means there's something you didn't do. And that's common. And that's what this whole book is just telling people to kind of slow down, take a look. And just because somebody asks you to do something, you don't have to. You can say no. But it goes deeper than just saying no. Another quote from the book on page 15, quote, everything changes when we give ourselves permission to be more selective in what we choose to do. And at once we hold the key to unlock the next level of achievement in our lives. There's tremendous freedom in learning that we can eliminate the non-essentials, that we are no longer controlled by other people's agendas and that we get to choose. With that invincible power, we can discover our highest point of contribution, not just to our lives or our careers, but to the world, end quote. And I don't know, it's, it's very freeing for me. And, you know, just kind of, it talks about what's your core mindset. You know, it's just looking at things differently. It's a new way of thinking. And it doesn't have anything to do with your religious beliefs. It's not going to, you know, change how you or what you're believing. This isn't that. Essentialism is just a mindset of focusing on what's important. And... You know, you've heard me say it before. Is it above the line or not above the line, right? It's kind of along that um, mindset. Madeline Lengel said, it is about the ability to choose which makes us human. There's a whole chapter in the book that talks about how all animals, you know, we all kind of function on a same level. But humans are the only animals that have the ability to choose, which I don't know, it was just interesting. And I don't know, just it's, it's very interesting. And so they, they give two comparisons. A non essentialist thinks almost everything is essential. So it's that mindset of I have to do this. This is important. I I am there. Trust me. Anybody else listening going, yes. Like, but the essentialist thinks everything is not essential and thinks about the choices. You know, they just don't say no right away. They think about it and they don't feel bad when they say no because they know when they know they're doing what's good for them. And when you're using the essentialist thought or mindset, you are really focusing on what is really important to you, what's truly important, and what doesn't really matter. And you eliminate the stuff that doesn't matter. I'm not saying it's easy. It's easy for me to say that. And I get that it's hard, but I don't know. This book is so freeing. Um, 
my daughter got this for me for Christmas and I will probably finish it today or tomorrow because it's just so good and uh, Michael Porter said strategy is about making choices trade-offs it's about deliberately choosing to be different deliberately choosing to be different and so there's a whole chapter in the book that just talks about trade-offs and how they are real and so if you do this you might not have time to do this of the two which is more important or of the two does one even matter you know that's a whole different it's a way to think and um, there was one and it talked about somebody that had like all these projects and whatnot and it said what do you really want to go big on you know at work at home do you want to do six projects eh? or do you do want to do one or two with pizzazz and do them well and I think in today's society and the book talks about it a little too that even our employers keep expecting us to do more and do more and do more and there's less time for that relaxation or the ability to choose and just do a couple things well you know it's all about doing more and doing it better and oh I did six things well if you did six things no offense half but was it really worth it or would you rather say oh I did one or two things and I did them well so that's as I end my 2019 and go into 2020 that's what I'm looking at is what's essential and I mean, God definitely placed this book on my daughter's heart because she, she's been at school, so she doesn't even know, like, I've been thinking about my word for 2020 and my Bible verses for 2020 and what is that direction because 2019 was a year of renewal, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, and I know where I'm going for 2020, and this book just you know, kind of locked it right in. And another quote from the book, quote, essentialists spend as much time as possible exploring, listening, debating, questioning, and thinking. But their exploration is not an end in itself. The purpose of the exploration is to discern the vital few from the trivial many, end quote. I think that's fabulous. So to be an essentialist, you're not saying no, you're not purging your closet, you're not, you know, becoming some wackadoodle, you're just thinking more. And you're not just making decisions because somebody said, oh, what, you know, you could do this and say, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. Um, I heard the phrase this weekend, um, Jack of, what is it, Jack of many trades? something of none I don't know completely drawing a blank but 
you know, it's that mindset. Do you want to do many things or do you want to do a couple things and do them well and do them with above, you know what I mean? Uh, and then the last chapter I read was about play and how as children, we play a lot. We have a scheduled play. Parents schedule play dates. And that's all part of growing up and learning to get along with others and teaching us to relax. But then at some point in our life, play leaves. Where does the play go? I mean, even in the Bible, and on the seventh day, God rested. When do we rest? When do we play? And we need to be doing that. Um, and in the book, he talks about that imagination is the source of every form of human achievement. Yet in our workplace, there's not a lot of play, typically, right? Or even at home. Because if most homes, both parents are working full-time jobs, they get home, it's, you know, dinner and dishes and laundry and cleaning the house and, you know, the to-do list. It's not play. Yet, imagination comes from the play. And that's where our achievement comes from. So if we're not playing, how are we going to be able to create and achieve? <clears throat> and in the book, uh, Greg McGowan says, play, he defines as anything that we do simply for the joy of doing rather than a means to an end. So whatever you do, that you do just for pure enjoyment, that's play. And I'm thinking, my podcast is play. So I need to be making time because I truly enjoy this. And there is no means to the end to the podcast, really. <laughs> you know, I don't make money off the podcast. Nobody's paying me to do the podcast. Um, I haven't, like, signed up for sponsors because, yeah. So you know what I mean? The podcast is play for me. I need to be doing it more often. Writing is play for me. I just truly enjoy it. I need to be playing more. I need to be activating my imagination and that creative side of my brain. Play is so crucial to the development of key cognitive skills. It may even play a role in a species survival. Um, and that's from page 85 play is important um, it reduces stress so why aren't we playing so it says that um, there's three things um, trying to find it quote Play expands our minds in ways that allow us to explore and germinate new ideas or see old ideas in new light in three specific ways. The first, play broadens the range of options available to us. Second, play is an antidote to stress. And three, um, play has a positive effect on the executive function of the brain. So why aren't we playing? It allows us to explore new ideas or see old ideas in a new light. It reduces stress and it has a positive ex 
um, effect on our executive function in our brain. We need to play more often, folks. I don't care how old or how young you are. We need to be playing. And we need to be encouraging our kids to play. Um, As an educator, our kids need to be playing more. And some of that is completely out of our control. Um, So, play, play, play. And the chapter I'm working on is on sleep and the importance of sleep in our life. And the title, it's for chapter, it's chapter eight, sleep, protecting the asset. Mahana Gandhi said, each night when I go to sleep, I die. And the next morning when I wake up, I am reborn. Sleep is protecting the asset. And what is the asset you're protecting? You. You need to sleep. Your body needs sleep. We need to play and we need to sleep. So I'm, I guarantee you, you're going to be hearing more about essentialism, the disciplined pursuit of less by Greg McGowan. Um, Cause that's like a very short summary of the first half of the book. And as I finish it, I will share more with you. But so as we move into the end of 2019 and look forward to 2020 I want to encourage you that maybe it's not a year of goal setting maybe it's a year of slowing down and thinking about what is essential to you to your family to your life you know what needs to make it above the line what is important because Not everything is important. And he gave an example of how he worked with a company and he had this executive choose what was important. She came back with 17 things or some crazy number like that. And he's like, no, pick three. They could only eliminate one. At the end of that year, they weren't successful on any because their energies were divided. And he gave a great illustration, which I'm going to do for me, of, uh, you know, what's important, what's not important, and drawing it out. And when you focus it on one thing, or maybe two or three, if there's really that many, and how that can change your whole 